This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again into the studios here in KCLR for Come On Kind. We are on season five, episode number 10. We are at the business end of the season. And I am joined in studio, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Mrs. Anya Farrell. Anya, how are you this evening? I'm good, thanks, Martin. How are you? I am... Okay, I've, I, I, it's been a busy day. I feel like though I'm, you know, I might be coming down with a dose or something, and you know, feel a bit shitty. But anyway, things feel that way. Excuse yourself over there in the corner. Right, we're going to move on because I have somebody waiting on the phone line. Because obviously, last weekend was senior semi-finals, intermediate semi-final weekend. We now know who's going to be playing in the county final at the weekend. And one of the teams playing in the senior county final is going to be a team that was there last year, and that is Dixborough. And their manager Donald Carroll joins me on the phone line right now. Donald, how are you this evening? I'm fine, Martin. Thanks very much. Good man yourself. Well, it was a busy weekend for yourselves. At least the weather was very nice. It was county final, county semi-final weekend, I should say. You were up against Pilltown. You played them only a couple of short weeks ago in the league final. There wasn't much in it at all at all, and there wasn't much in it at the weekend either. You did come away with a victory, though, and you're in back-to-back county finals again at the weekend. Yeah, we're we're delighted with that. Delighted to be back in the in the final at the start of the year. That's what everybody hopes to be is just to get into the final. So we're very pleased. I suppose when you listen to different commentaries and the whole lot going around, and maybe even us here as well included, um, you've had. I suppose relatively easier games would it be fair to say than other teams apart from last weekend where it was very very close. Do you think that the team has been tested enough this year going into the county final? Actually, look, it's 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 very hard to know. All of these all of these games take on take on a life of their own. Each, their teams will be different conditions, different injuries, and in that we've had a few a few matches that were were tougher than others. But you try to you know you try to learn from from the games. You you learn more from the harder matches as you as you well know yourselves. Um, you'd like to have matches like last weekend if you can get out of them injury free because you really the players develop so much from playing really quality opposition. You know. And you certainly have quality players that's there because it is great that you are back into a county final now again. New opposition as well this year because it's Wine Gap's first ever county final. You have the experience of being there. So how is that experience going to help you the weekend? Well, the, the experience, there's, there's ups and downs to the experience. Like We had a we had a tough day at the office last year um, in the county final. As, as you well know, we're hoping to, to come back from that. Um, but all, all, all of these matches, they're all different. A lot will come down to the, the conditions. We know that Wingap are a very tough team that they'll be very, very hard to play against. We're going to have to bring all the, the physicality that we have to that match, you know, and I'm just looking forward to a, a good match. Obviously, a lot of your county stars are prominent as well over the last number of weeks, and that was to the fore as well as the weekend. No more so than Eva Prendergast. She was uh, on fire, I think. With uh, was it seven points? I think in total. I heard somebody saying at the mm-hmm. weekend um, as well. So, how good is it to have your county players so are playing so well for you this year? I know it's great. It's great to have them. Like they go off, and Brian and the team like they look after them very well. They come back. They bring back new ideas. You know. They develop physically, mentally, so it is great to have them back and blend them back in. But like when we're talking about county players, you have to you have to look at 
Wayne Gap as well. I mean, two, two or three of the best um, players that are there. You know, so it's uh, both teams will have they'll have the, have the quality there. Blend them in with everybody else. And talking about blending, you still have a lot of youth that's coming up from the juvenile ranks as well, from your under-16 minor. You obviously have junior teams that are progressing as well, and your junior team is going very well in this competi- or in their competition there into the county semi-final at the weekend as well. So, um, you know, it, the, the future is bright out in Dixborough, but is it a, a bit of a, a contrasting confliction to have the two teams, or is it a help for girls to be pushing? It's, it's a help. We made, we made a decision. At the, at the start of the year to train the whole group together so we've one big group at training and like during the during the summer league you're going to miss some county players with exams you're going to miss some players with girls going off on holidays and that so we've had a different kind of core of players the whole way through the year the, I, I think it, it helps with the bringing on the junior players giving them that bit more confidence giving them runs whenever we can with the seniors and they learn they learn from playing with the with the more experienced players which is great and it brings them on gives them an interest and hopefully it will keep the club you know active and going for the next few years What's the build up going to be like now for Dixborough and for the girls coming up to the county final week? Well, it's an unusual, it's really an unusual setup in that the matches have been so one after the other after the other and you know, you're you're just waiting. You can't plan ahead because you have to look at the next match. If you get over the next match, then you're on to the next match again after that. So we haven't really had a time to, to catch our breath. And definitely when you know, when you're playing teams the quality of Piltown, you really you just have to focus on that. Fortunate to get over that one now, over that one now we can have a look at wind up. But I uh, even that's only what five days away, you know, so you really have to get the knocks, the bumps, get all those eased out get the teams in the right frame of mind and then they're straight back into it again. So there's not an awful lot you can do training-wise or that at this time of year. It's really just to get them to mind themselves, look after all, all the knocks and stuff. Talking about the week on, week off, I suppose I'm nearly playing every week at this stage. How mm-hmm. do you yeah, feel about yeah. the split season? Um, yeah, I'm... I, 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 think, I think it's a good idea in that you have the players... You know the dates, the times you have them, you know the times you don't have them, you know they're with the county and then they're back with the club rather than just having having them bits and pieces. So, But I think it's it's something we just have to get used to having, we'll say, the, the, the county championship, the All-Ireland played earlier in the year in the better weather and then get a good run at the, at the club scenes. It's just one of the pressures of it is then that we have so many competitions that we're just trying to run off at the, at the same time. You know, and, and Camogie is slightly different to the hurling in that you will have under 16s, the top age under 16s, eligible to play junior, eligible to play senior, which brings that extra bit of um, overlap with the games. But it's just something the clubs have to manage. Do you think that rule should be changed and bring it in line with the GAA that they should be over a certain age of whatever it be, 17 or 18 to play adults with the club? I'd I'd like to see it, but the, the, one of the issues is that I've been realistic about it. We don't have as many. I'd like to say yes. We don't have as many girls yet playing camogie as the as the hurling. So if you brought in that rule, the problem is: would you be able to field two adult teams? Would you be able to field a single adult team in some of the other clubs? You know. So I can see why it has to be there. Physically, the girls would be would be able for it. Um, it's just the issue then is, and the, the problem then, the difficulty is that that you have at fixture level is just trying to make all these fixtures without them overlapping. 
Well, I'm certainly not going to get into that debate with you, or we could be here all night on a podcast alone with us. But, uh, Donald, many thanks. Congratulations to yourselves and to Dixborough for reaching another county final. We're certainly going to really look forward to the weekend, and no doubt it is going to be special one way or another for whoever wins because the Wexford champions, whoever they may be, lie in wait in the Leinster Championship. And obviously, that is a big prize to get into the Leinster semi final as well. But as you always say, one hurdle at a time. We won't, we won't worry about that yet, Martin. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Anyway, best of luck, Donald, and best to Dixborough, and we will Love. see you at the weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, and yeah, they're there. They're back-to-back finals for them. New opposition, though, this time. Um, great to see new opposition there. Great great to see um, Wine Gap uh Involved in it as well. I, I don't know. Owen Carey is in next door and I think he's trying to get uh, poor Owen in the producer room and it's coming through my headphones. So if I go silent all of a sudden, it's because I'm almost deaf. But anyway, uh, we were saying, wind up in the final against Dixborough. Great to have wind up there. But Dixborough's chances this year, you heard what Donald had to say. Have they got it too easy? I don't know. Uh like it's a hard one like obviously it's great for Wine Gap to, it, it's great to have from for a neutral perspective it's really really good to see a different club coming forth and a different club being in a county a county final I suppose the last couple of years it would be fair to say we've been kind of all looking at you know the likes of uh, Dixborough Thomastown Trope Hilltown in there and now and again uh, but yeah like it, it is really really good to see uh, D- or it is really good to see Wine Gap in it Dixborough to be fair I think and they know themselves they're going to be overwhelming favourites going into this county final being there last year probably really really disappointed after losing to Thomastown and that winning the year before you know like this is they're probably looking at this county final as they should be winning it and they're probably going to have a lot of pressure put on by themselves to win this county final Well someone better push me button here somebody who is going to have as lot of say in who is going to win that game is obviously Dixborough's opponents and that is Wine Gap and I am delighted to be joined on the phone line right now by one of the management team from Wine Gap and that is Michael Saunders Mick how are you this evening? Not so bad Martin not so bad now yourself? Yeah sure we are all good thank you very much we are going to look forward to a weekend of what is the pinnacle in any adult camogie player's career it is county final day I have to say I'm a bit bamboozled because I saw your post on social media the other day and I thought to myself there is no way this is only Wine Gap's first ever senior county final that they've been in and I am shocked to learn that it actually was congratulations first of all you're there brilliant weekend for you last weekend getting over Barra Rangers and it's great to be in a county final yeah we're delighted as you said it's our, it's our first time ever in the county final I think that was uh, was founded in 1994 so it's a long time and uh, I actually asked the question today when, when do we become senior but I, I must find out exactly but uh, no listen at the club when the season started, would I, we hadn't arrived. Probably we said otherwise. We get get to a semi final, be great, you know. But, um, no, listen, the, the girls put a lot, a lot of work during the year, and sure, it's great, you know, to get a reward for it. So, no, that's what we're looking for now. It's Saturday, and uh, getting the show on the road, as I said. Yeah, no, they're listening. They're they're training hard. They're all they're training probably twice, twice and three times a week there, and then the girls come down to travel down from. Dublin and travel from Cork there in, in the night time so as I said they're putting a, a, big, a big shift and um, hopefully they get the reward when, when, like, we know we're, we're up against it, like the Dicks for a, a series house like, and we, we played them in the semi-final league semi-final there and 
Um, we'll probably stay with them for maybe the first half, but they kind of got away from the second half. But um, listen, we're no doubt um, we're playing a, a good big sport team. They're, they're, they're two years in a row now, and like they're going for probably last year. They're probably a bit, a bit shocked that they didn't get it, but like in fairness, Thomas Town put up, put up put it up to them. But this year they seem to be serious, and then they're going well. In fairness, they're unbeaten I think all year, so. We'll have it all to do, but sure, we're here, that's the main thing. Well, it's always great to get there, first of all. That's number one, and it's do or die. Well, I won't say it's do or die, but it's a 50-50 of who is there then to do it, and whoever shows up on the day is certainly going to go away with the, the spoils. Um, I suppose for yourselves, I mean... Your junior horrors were in the county final last year um, and there was great buzz around the place. Your girls are now in the senior county final this year. Is the same hype around the parish since you won the semi-final last weekend? Oh, sure. Listen, it is. Listen, I suppose they're doing the doing the disappointment they, they, they lost on Saturday. But they are. They, 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 they the, the bunches and the flags and stuff. So we, we, we got that up and running there. So I know there is. There is. It'll take us. Well. It's such a quick turnaround You'd love to have another week, really. You know what I mean? But like, it's a quick turnaround, so it'll probably take one or two days and we'll, 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 the momentum will get going. But I know they are. People are looking forward to it now. And, uh, just wait for a club. It's like, it's great for, like, as I said, we're not a big club or a small club, but I like, suppose well, we have some serious players there, you know, with Denise and McCabe and Catherine Foy there, probably the spine, you know what I mean? Like, they're there, they're there, they're there, they're there to years, you know what I mean? It's just great for them. It's great for them to get into a county final, like, you know, so... We're, and we're, and the same delight is delight, and the club is delighted that we're there, and that uh, the girls want to have a, their day out. And hopefully they can, so they can, they can, they can do, do their best. You know what I mean? And we'll drive on. Hopefully we get a good day for as well. So like we got a good day last Saturday. So hopefully this Saturday be be the same. You know. So I know the club, the parents, the club, the club are. Uh, we're getting going now. We're getting organised now for Saturday now, so that's the main thing. You actually took the words out of my mouth there for a minute ago, and I was hoping you weren't going to say much about it, but, I mean, relatively, you are a small club compared to other clubs around, and it's actually great to see the country teams in particular getting to the senior county finals because I I think it brings a better dynamic to it, you know, it brings a great buzz to it, especially for your very first one. And Wanga people are passionate anyway, especially when they go, and you brought big crowds to the semi-finals no doubt it's going to happen as well at the weekend but I mean for a small club like yourselves to get to a senior county final is a fantastic achievement in itself Mick That is, it is now it isn't fair to say I used to the support there's great support like that and you know I suppose the commodity if I don't not like the GAA maybe they get a bit more support but like every year you see it growing and growing and growing you know and in, in the young especially the, the younger the kids come up along and then they're getting older like I've probably trained kids from 8 and 10 and now they're up to 16 and they're minors like you know it's great and now you know I go up there and train this evening now it's up to under, under 10s we're training and it's great to see them like where they start like where Denise God started and like that kind of stuff you know what I mean so no it is, it is as you say we're a small club but but, but uh, I suppose the girls work hard, work race, work race, they can get you a long way, you know what I mean? But um, no, like, so this year, last year, we behind Paul, Paul Kelly came in there, and and uh, Paul was last year trained, and then this year we had Paul for the beginning of the year, but Paul, Paul went off, he went to the boys, but he behind James Lowe, so James is there now with Meek, and um, uh, between this and between, between them, they're putting a, a good effort, you know what I mean? And it's great for them, like, like as much as the girls, it's great for the lads, like, for the end of the year like, and they're getting someone out of me too you know what I mean because to the dog, but you, like, this is where you want to be you know you want to be in finance you know like, after all the effort so no, listen, 
we're happy enough so far so we'll well, see how it goes it's a building process for yourself there's probably some of the girls that's playing on that team at the minute when you won the intermediate county final it was actually 15 years ago that you won the intermediate final um, some of those girls were probably only playing under 14 at the time and now there they are going to be playing in the senior county final at the weekend like it just goes to show that these things take their time but when they do come around you have to grab them with both hands and I no doubt while it may be a tough test as you've alluded to at the weekend it's one that Winegap are not going to pull back from and you're certainly going to go gung-ho and give it your very all at the weekend yeah, exactly that's, exactly that's all you want you know what I mean give it your all and listen if it works today it doesn't, doesn't but listen, once you give it your all what more can you say you know so like the dedication some of these girls dedication over the years like I said to you it's great that, that uh, they reward you and they like, get to catch them fine like you know so no, um, we're delighted like you know and, and like my money in the chairperson there the last two the last two, or two, two years there but like even the people before me Ann Foley and, and like Pat Moore the people are there all these people I've always get someone now are there before me like it's all about them as well like you know because they're building the club up along every year you know what I mean and with Camogie it's, 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 it's a harder task like you know so I try and keep the numbers there and with, with girls falling off like you know you're always, you're always going to lose one or two but it's great for them, for them like to see now there's something there's something coming at the end of it you know so uh, like I said to you country clubs are smaller it's hard to compete, compete with, with the bigger numbers in in, 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 in towns and cities but like uh, no and like it'll show you like it'll show that once you do once you do put the work rate in they, they can be awarded in it you know what I mean so no, we're, we're delighted, we're delighted to, be, to be there now Michael last question because I have another interview lined up with one of the other managers as well but I yeah. suppose for yourselves you know being the small club it's great to actually have inter-county players on your team as well and between all of the age groups of minor under 16 you know intermediate and senior level and no more so than having Denise there you know uh, and a multiple all-star you know she's probably in line for another one again this year please God in a couple of weeks time but to have the likes of a player like that for players in the club to look up to and be able to see that someday they could get to where she has gotten to you can't write it and you can't get that kind of publicity anywhere and to have her within the club is certainly a great benefit to yourselves uh, yeah Denise is, is, she's a serious lady like she's I, like, she, she's going mad now I was up there this evening and she's up there poking the ball off the wall in the dark nearly you know what I mean like she's she like she just totally she, 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 loves, she loves the commodity but she, for, for us to have her like you know she's so on and so on, like, you know, she, you ask her to do something, no problem at all, Michael, I, I'll be there, she's up to the table, she's 14, she's up to be a train with him, but I know, and like, Denise is, uh, sure, we're lucky to have her over the years, you know, and as you said, she's actually, with Dikini, like, she's, she, she getting, this is a great servant to Dikini, well, so, I'm uh, sure, hopefully, we'll, we'll try and keep her going for another few years, but she wouldn't know how to like, you know, <laughs> so, we're, we're, we're blessed to have her now, Denise, and, and Michaela's there now too, so, ah, uh, listen, Hopefully, though, and, and she'll, she'll be looking forward and she'll drive us on now on, on Saturday. Yeah, no, look, there's other campaigners there as well. Mikhail is definitely another star that's brilliant in that. Um, and I don't mean to single anyone out, but like when you have a star like herself, you cannot but not mention them as well when it's coming up to yeah. big days because Mikhail, in fairness, had a brilliant game uh, last weekend in a position that I wouldn't have thought that she certainly was. And we're going to delve in a little bit later on with the two experts here with us uh, to talk about that as well. But, Michael, thanks a million for joining us here on 
come on kind this evening the very best of luck to yourself and Wine Gap no doubt the parish of Wine Gap will certainly be behind ye and if all things go year way and ye win there won't be a milked cow or a cow milt a milt cow a cow milt in Wine Gap until after the 4th of November I'd say when ye play in the Leinster <laughs> Championship but the best of luck to yourself and the club and hopefully uh, I, I have to stay neutral on this but as all I can say is may the best team win Thanks very much. And listen, I say now best luck to the for too. And, 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 and so, thanks very much. Thanks very much, Matt. No bother. Thanks. That uh, is Michael Saunders there having a chat to us from the Wine Gap Club. He is indeed the Wine Gap Chairman. We are delighted to be joined by Paula Dowling. She has arrived. I believe I should nearly play a fanfare here. <laughs> Sarcasm will get you nowhere tonight. It wasn't now. being sarcastic at all at all. I, I should be playing a fanfare. Anyway, um, Wine Gap. Uh, while I line up my other uh, interview here, yourself and Polly Pocket there can have a chat. Great to see him in the final. Small country club. You know, they've been at senior level for 15 years. They're in the final now. We'll delve into it a small little bit later on about their chances and that. But first of all, great to see him there. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Sorry. <laughs> Don't all answer me at the one time anyway. Uh, yeah, like it, it's like it's it's brilliant. It's really good from a neutral spectator's point of view and I mentioned it already like for a club like Wine Gap to be in it and you know regardless who would have won at the weekend by a range their Wine Gap it was going to be really really good to see a different club coming to the fore but you have to say I'm absolutely delighted for Wine Gap. Um, they were just they were really really excellent at the weekend. They've been impressive throughout the whole league championship campaign this year and there's no there's no crumbs about it they've been they've only lost one game so far this year and that was to, um, to Dixborough in a league semi-final so like you know they've they've got nothing to lose they're going in as overwhelming underdogs and they are just going to throw everything at it and it's a, it's a great great achievement for the club well it certainly is we're talking about another great achievement for the club the last time that this club was in a final their hurlers were in the final the same week the hurlers went on to win the junior crown and so did Moonkine win the junior crown as well. Both of them are in intermediate finals the weekend and both of them at intermediate level. Can history repeat itself? Well, we don't know. We'll have to find out. But the manager of the Moonkine Camogie Club, Mr. Joe Wall, joins me on the phone line right now. Joe, how are you this evening, sir? Not too bad, Martin. Great weekend for yourselves. Um, you know, yeah. the hurlers are in a county final coming up this weekend. They obviously got to play the week before ye did. You know, there was maybe, I don't know, was there a small little bit of pressure on yourselves to try and make the final this weekend coming? It certainly didn't show at the weekend because you played absolutely brilliantly and it is going to be a repeat of a couple of years ago. Moonkind will contest the junior or the intermediate camogie and the hurling finals the same weekend. It is going to be fantastic for the club. Yeah, I wouldn't say there was any pressure on. We had a, we were just taking it as a as a game that we had to win, and that was it. Like you know, I wouldn't say there was any pressure, but it was great to have um, four teams training at this time of the year. You know. Joe, I suppose for yourselves going into the game, into the semi-finals, you were up against Ologhlin Gales. They were the league champions. You know, they bet the Roaring League easily enough in that league final, and were seen as probably one of the favourites for the intermediate level this year. So going up again, um, it was no easy task. But I suppose you've seen them playing earlier on in the year. You got your matchups right on the day as well, and the tactics worked for you, and it worked because you came away with a brilliant victory, and you're now in the final. Yeah, but I don't think the league final was a true reflection of the the roar either. I think they had a, a girl sent off 
in that match early on. So even though O'Loughlin's won the match handy, I don't think it was a, a true reflection of the roar either. But um, no, we're saying that like we we were delighted with the way they played yesterday. To be honest with um, we hadn't been firing on all cylinders. I didn't think against the Shamrocks the week before, but they, we got it right yesterday. Hopefully, anyway. Well, actually, I had Taggy Fogarty and Mark Dowling on full time with me there earlier on this evening as well. And he was actually talking about Ballyhale hurling team. They always come right at the time of the year that you need it, i.e. the county semi-finals and then the county final as well. So, you know, it's great that the team comes together, Joe. And the, the days you wanted are the big days and your girls um, and yourselves, because you put so much work into it as well, yourself and all the backroom team as well. It just goes to show that there's a strong bond and there's a strong community spirit down there in Moonkayan and you have some fantastic, uh, fantastic players even thrown into the mix as well yeah yeah we're, we're actually we're very lucky here the club like anything we want any night we want the field or anything we we can we never have to ask twice or anything like that having the floodlights there means we can train you know in the night time so it's brilliant that we um that we get along so well down here. I know every club mightn't be the same, like, but we are lucky that way. And, you know, thanks to the the Harland club there for facilitating us every way they can, it makes an awful difference, you know. It certainly does, and it's great to see cooperation between the sister and the male I counterparts. Think, yeah. You know, some clubs don't get that, which is a bit unfortunate. But, Joe, you've been in yeah. the situation before in a couple of county finals. The first one you were in, you were unlucky. The second one you were in, you won it. You have a bit of experience with county final days. This is not a, a team going into a county final that they don't know the unknown. They've been there before at big days. So that little bit of experience will help you now going into the game this weekend. Hopefully not. I don't know. Like we have been beaten in the last semi-finals and finals too. You know, um, you know they take on a life of their own, and um, it's the team who who wants it most on the day. Probably, you know, that team. You need a bit of luck. You need a bit of luck as well. So we'll be hoping to have that as well as the role will, I suppose. So no, we'll be we'll be hoping everything will go all right. But I, I, having that little bit of experience will help, I suppose, all right. No doubt about that. But then the role were in last year's final as well. And they were in the league final this year. So it'll be much the same for both teams. I suppose for yourself, though, I mean, you did push James Stevens pretty hard. I mean, it could have went to extra time if the, a couple of things had to go your way last year. They went on to win the county final. So, I mean, you've been there, thereabouts, knocking on the door with the last number of years. Um, and this weekend, you are up against the roar. But I know you, and I mean, you're involved in coaching a very long time. You're going to relish this uh, experience and the day coming up at the weekend because you know yourself, those girls, what they can do. And if they perform to the level of their ability, they can go on and win the county final. Oh, sure, that's true, yeah. But to, to perform on the day is the thing, isn't it? And um, I know, even though you'd be around a long time, you'd still be nervous coming up to it. A lot of things have to go right. And you, you do need luck on the day. You know, you, everybody needs a bit of luck. So hopefully, I don't think the weather is going to be great. I was just looking at her there. Ah, uh, Joe, don't be telling me things like that. I'm telling you, yeah, it looks like that... Um, it's going to be wet all the week, anyhow. 
We'll have to get Looking the t- we'll have to get the tents up now if you're telling me it's going to be rain and I did not want to hear that so I didn't. That could be a big level on the day as well, you know. Well, it certainly could. Come here, tell us about the hype coming up to because obviously it is great to have the the women and the men in county finals as well one day after the other. So the hype in the community below in Moonkine and around the village and that it must be an unbelievable experience down there at the minute. Ah, it is, yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant to see the flags going up and that, and to be part of it, you know, and to have the girls part of it as well. And um, hopefully, like, if we could win on Saturday, it would give the lads a boost for the day after, you know. That would be brilliant. So, well, whatever, is- which, whichever way it goes on here, we'll have a great week and a great weekend to look forward to. It happened that way last year. That the, the girls had the win on the Saturday and the boys went on on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can repeat that. Which, uh, there's a lot of work to be done. I'm going to put you on the spot right now because, as I said, you have been coaching for a long time. You know, you're Camogie, Hurling, you name it. Out of all of the years that you have been doing it, if Moonkine was to go on and win the county final this weekend, do you think to be your greatest victory? Oh, sure, to be great, yeah. I was involved with the intermediate hurling team there back. I don't know what years it was. We got the two, we were beaten in two semi-finals, and um, no, it would be, yeah, certainly would be right up there anyhow with anything that I was coaching before. And uh, but they're a fantastic bunch of girls to train. You know, anything you ask them to do, they do it, and there's no problem with them whatsoever. You know, and uh, like we have a panel of thirty, thirty-two. Like most nights, we have 20 or 20 girls training there, which is brilliant. You know, we're very fortunate that way. And um, if they win it, they deserve it. If yeah. anyone deserves it, they deserve it uh, the way they walk. They, so. c- they certainly do. And as we always say here, because I have to stay neutral as well, the very best of luck to yourselves um, and to Moonkine over the weekend, no doubt. We are looking forward to a brilliant uh, weekend of Camogie. Now, I know you have a meeting to get to as well, and I didn't want to delay yeah. you too much. So, Joe Wall, Moonkine manager, thank you so much for joining us on Come On Kind. The very best of luck to your team and to yourself and your backroom team at the weekend. And we will see you Saturday afternoon. Thanks, Martin. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Thank you, Joe. Bye. That was Joe Wall there having a chat to us from Moonkine. And he's a busy man as well because he has meetings to go to. I can imagine what kind of a meeting that is this evening involving players, I would think, and tactics and the whole lot together. But, I mean, what a story this could turn out to be. I mean, a couple of years ago, we found out uh, a, a story that was breaking. Well, you, you actually found out a story that was breaking in the middle of a match. They go on. They win the county final. The boys go out the following day. They win the county final. And an unbelievable weekend ensues for Moonkine. Can the same thing happen again? This weekend coming. It's <laughs> a very good question. Um, and it's a one I'm putting to ye. I have to say, I just I thought McLean were very composed mm, this weekend. They very, were very composed. Hang on, just move that microphone slightly okay. for. <clears throat> Yeah, I thought that Munkine were very composed Perfect. at the weekend. They were so unfazed. They were just coming to do a job, and that's what they were coming to do. There was no. You, they were very relaxed going in. Even the players going in were very relaxed, very calm, very measured. I'd say, like, even Joe, he sounds, he's so relaxed. I'd say, if he's more relaxed, he'd be horizontal. You know, that's, in, like, that, that's his demeanour. Like, he but comes still, that in but real life still, as well, he just is so. Um, 
real life says, I not that he's dead around. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But he's he's just he's just so focused on everything. Do you know what I mean? He's just. But I just thought on you. I thought that um, I thought Mukhine, I thought Sarah Crowley was really good at centre back. I thought like her delivery from the ball that she was delivering in. It was none of these high booming balls. It was perfect balls into forwards. She was head up straight away, and she covered an immense amount of ground. Yeah, like she really did. I just thought she was a one. Um, as well as that, I thought Moringan did really well for a very young girl in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, she's still minor next year again, and again they didn't seem faced by anything. Do you know? And and it was a tough game. Like I mean, yeah. the, the, it was there was no quarter given by taken, and that's a credit to both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they both went out and went out to win it. Well, talking about both teams, we always get both sides of a conversation when we're doing things and we are going to do that right now because we have the Roar in Estigues. Well, I don't know if he's the manager or the coach or part selector or what he is down there at the minute, but he's certainly part of the management team. And Nicky Kenny joins me on the phone line right now. Nicky, how are you this evening? Not so bad at all. And yourself? Ah, be God, we're having a, a right crack here. I can tell you one thing in the studio. Uh, well, I can't wait for the predictions later on. Now, you'll have to wait until the podcast comes out to know whether Anya and Paula decide that you're going to win the match the weekend or not. But look, it's great that you are there. First of all, it's back. Back to back, all Ireland. I was going to say all Ireland. Back to back county titles for yourselves, Nikki. Um, brilliant for the Roar to be back in a decider again. Absolutely, yeah. Um, probably not the easiest thing to do is gain back to back finals, but um, even harder again to win them, I suppose. Um, probably no, under no illusion that Moonkine are very, very good. Like very, very good. Um, look, we'll we, we'll have a crack at it anyway. We're in there. We're we're, we're in with a shot. Did you think it was a bit of a surprise to yourselves considering that Manny had O'Loughlin's in the final already um, especially after their league performance and I know it was against yourselves and you were a bit hampered because of the fact that you had a player sent off so early on as well but were you a bit surprised that it was Moonkine? Um No, I wouldn't be Martin. No, no. They're a very good side. They're very good. They're very good defensively. Sarah Crowley there at centre-back is very, very good and, and she's very good at controlling the game. So, so from from that point of view, O'Loughlin's play a lovely running game, and and I'd say Moonkind probably looked at that and probably cut that down. Now I wasn't at the game; I, I can't say for sure, but I think I think they would have cut that out. Like um, with her at centre back, it, it 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 she controls the whole game, so she she she's able to she's able to sit there and 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 orchestrate everything that goes on. So I I'd say she would have put a stop to that running game. Like. Possibly, maybe not. No, I wasn't there, like so. I can't say for sure. You weren't, but I know that your spies was there because some of them did pass going in past me on the gate as well. So we <laughs> we we know very well that you had your information. So you had the same as Moonkine or below in Glenmore, keeping their eye on your game as well early on in the morning. So come on now, I'm I'm at this game now an awful long time, the same as you are. So I know what goes on, Nicky Kenny. <laughs> I suppose yeah. Look, I suppose that's part and parcel of it, isn't it? You have to try and get the little, the little things. I suppose on the other teams as best you can. I suppose. Well, Spygate. Once, once you're not in a tree anyway with a camera or a video camera, I suppose video in the match you're all right. I don't think Lillian would like that. <laughs> oh, she's nodding here beside me. Come here to me. I suppose for yourself, um, you're in a position that you're obviously part of the the underage structure as well uh, in the club and you're coaching it, and you were kind of bumped into the the job as small a little bit um, later on in the year as well you know we, we've heard all about that at the start of the year they may not 
being managers in the Rornes League and then unfortunately things happened just before uh, the quarter final or the last round of it I'm not too sure which one it was but um, the manager that was there decided that you know for whatever reason he couldn't do it anymore he stepped up to the plate how have you found the experience over the last number of weeks? Ah, sure, look at I, I, I suppose back there in COVID, I, I done a bit with this team as well, and it's, it's the same nucleus of players. Um, and and there's a re- there's a really good bunch of girls, like, and there's a few younger girls after coming in and after spicing it up a bit as well, like. Um, look at what I found over the last few weeks. Hey, look at I, I, I enjoyed it, Martin. Anyway, that's for sure. They're a really good bunch of girls to work with. They'll do anything for you. Um, I, I couldn't praise them enough, to be honest with you. Look, I'm not going to get into the, the why the, the men stepped down or whatever. That's I, I didn't. We didn't get into that. Look, there were, I know, and I wouldn't expect you to either. To be fair, yeah, there were some. There were someone. They, they needed someone to step up. Look, at myself and Martin, Jim, Liam, Mick Muldowney We're all involved in the club. Look at. We, we stepped in to help out get him over the line hopefully we get him over the line Saturday we'll know more at half two I suppose Saturday whether we will or not look at the end of the day we are not out in the field hitting the ball it's the girls are and it's what they'll bring like you know what I mean all we are doing I suppose is facilitating that for them and helping them along the way like so look at it, it is a good experience I, I, I enjoy working with with teams it doesn't matter what team they are I, I like to see our club doing well so if, if that means stepping up to the mark well then so be it like we'll step up and we'll help out like you know what I mean Nicky is there any part of the weekend coming up is the motivation factor last year's defeat I suppose and the manner of the defeat as well I mean they had a very good first half uh, last year against James Stevens. didn't score at all then in the second half probably disappointed enough with the second half performance coming away is there any motivation in that um, going into this weekend's game? I should, I, I, I'd imagine, Martin, there should be a lot. It, it, from last last year's game, they probably are after maturing more. Certain players definitely after in, in maturing more. A couple of players back there that weren't there last year. It's definitely stronger, I suppose, you know, but whether it's a motivational factor... I suppose there has to be some part of it in it, yeah. There would be. You know, how you how you bottle that, I suppose, or, or how you work that is another thing. Um, I suppose each player is going to be different what way they do that. You know what I mean? I suppose, from our point of view, as managers and selectors or whatever, yeah, we can use that, I suppose, as, as, a, as, as a stick, if you want, to, 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 to motivate them. There's a lot of other things we can motivate them with too besides that like without without making them too nervous and all that crack you know what I mean because I suppose the fact of losing one they could be fearful of losing another and, and up against a really strong Munkine team um, you know it's hard to know yeah it's hard to know I think it should be I think it should be yeah I think they should they should use that as a motivational factor definitely yeah because I don't think I don't think looking at last year's final they did themselves justice and I did I don't think they they came out and hurled the way they potentially can hurl like, you know what I mean? Eleven years ago was the last time that you won the county intermediate title back in two thousand and twelve, I think it was, off the top of my head of me re- no. uh, twelve twelve thirteen, we yeah. No. We won the intermediate hurl in the same year, I think. Well actually that's interesting now because you know we, 
Mulkine are in that boat um, and we just talked about that as well uh, that the Hurlers are in the final the last time they won the final the Hurlers were there as well they both won it one day after the other Um how do you cope with the, I suppose, the, the hype and that that's around Munkine at the minute? Because there obviously is, but you have your own hype as well. Yeah, I don't look at. I don't think we'll be, we'll be focusing on ourselves. Like we won't really be focusing on what Munkine are doing. You know, we we know what Munkine are doing. We played them already. They bet us well twice. I think. Look, at, we probably learned more from the two games than Munkine did. If that makes any sense. Um, you, you always the losing team always learns more so I think we've learned more um, it still it still doesn't matter it still it still doesn't get away from the fact that these are a very 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 good strong team um, very very well coached very well trained they're very fit they're all that you know what I mean so hey look at, we, 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 we're, we're under we're, we're under pressure yeah we, 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 we will have to bring Everton to try and beat this Munkine team Whoever your PR person is, coming, you know they're, they're brilliant. I, I think we should have you up here sitting on the seats and giving out that because I mean, <laughs> yeah, I you, you certainly know the right things to say anyway, Nicky Kenny. Yeah, well tutored, well tutored. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you have enough of like Gary's up there, Paul, and the well in talk. You're okay. You don't need me. Well, she can hear you. She's going to respond to that now. Go on. I know she is. <laughs> and Nicky, you know what they say: Te- pressures for tires, and I won't even finish the rest of the statement. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure us for tires, but I must be one big tire. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you that, that that's the best laugh that I've had in a long time. I could have done it. Nikki Kenny, thank you so much for joining me this evening on Come On Kind. Um, no doubt, we'll be delving into the game itself, and uh, you'll probably be listening in. I'd say tomorrow evening to see what way these two are going to vote and where they're going to go. But to yourself and the Roar and the Stieg, your backroom team, the players, everybody. The very best of luck at the weekend. As I always say, may the best team win. And we just hope that it is going to be a fantastic afternoon of Camogie next Saturday. And the roar there. And we wish you the very best of luck. Please, God. Thanks very much. You're more than welcome. Nicky Kenny, thank you so much for that. He is part of the management team in the roar in Stieg. And great to be able to chat with Nicky. Great to be able to have a bit of banter in the week coming up to a county final as well. Right, let's delve into it. We'll rewind things back a little bit. Dixborough and Winegap are obviously taking part in the county final this weekend. Dixborough played Pilltown in the semi-final last Saturday as well. Dixborough coming away with the victory in this one by just, uh, was it two points? I think it was. Mm-hmm. I have my screen open here now in front of me. So, m- 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 Mrs. Farrell, you might give us the score there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm concentrating. What did you say? What the you score say for the Dixborough and uh, Pilton. Oh yeah, 1-7 to 12 points. Two point victory for Dixborough. Good woman. Good game. I was rushing into Nolan Park, I'm not going to lie. That's terrible. I know, but when your husband is on the line for a match, you don't really have a choice in the matter, do you? Oh yeah, well, yeah. You know. But you, you had your spoilers anyway. I did have I my spoilers. I actually did. One of the girls actually stayed in um, Thomastown um, to look at the match for me. Um, She'd said, yeah, by all means, it was a good game. Eight points to one six at half time um, in favour of Pilltown. They went in leading by a point, but only scored a point in the second half. You know, to win, to, you know, to be competing in a senior county final, 
that that's not good enough. I suppose the it, you know realistically was probably a low scoring game when you look at other games there, and you know that goes down to I suppose the backs you know really kind of propelling well. Eva Prendergast, as we have mentioned already, scored seven points for Dixborough, um, three of them from freeze as far as I know. Amy Clifford scoring two points, Jenny Clifford a point, Orla Hanrick two points. You know they they seem to be they still seem to be sharing the scoring around. Um, I believe Kira O'Shea gave an absolute exhibition had a job man marking Katie Noel or Katie Power for a lot of the game and I suppose kind of had to nullify that Katie Power did come in now she did get a goal and two points um, you know so she obviously you know had an impact um, had an impact on, on the game for Pilltown um, Anya Doyle with a point Neve Collison with a point Heather Phelan who we seem to be kind of talking about a lot this year yep, she's working do. very very hard has been working very very hard for Pilltown throughout the, throughout the year there you know producing some really good scores as well um, she was getting on the scoreboard there you know I think all in all this was always going to be a really really tough physical battle probably a lot of people you know outside were probably saying that this is this is the county final you know the winners of this would potentially go on and win a county final you know they'd only meet, met each other in the league final maybe a week week and a half previous to that again fairly low scoring game only a two point two three point victory in it again I think for Dixborough in that one as well in the league final two points as well yeah two yeah. points you know so like these these two teams are very very even evenly balanced and you know I suppose neither team would have wanted would have wanted to be playing each other in the in the semi final because they knew that potentially that the, these were going to be the two strongest teams at senior this year which they've kind of looked like throughout the whole season they've kind of more or less gone both teams had went unbeaten until obviously Pilltown had met Dixborough in Dixborough have gone unbeaten the whole year um, you know it was going to be a humdinger but again if you're only scoring a point in 30 minutes of Harlan it's not good enough it's really not and that's no disrespect to Pilltown because you know Dixborough obviously working extremely hard to, to nullify the forwards there and a big factor as well as your free taker is going to be massive moving forward like I mean I think regardless in that match as well it, it came into play I think a bit as well with regard to freeze that didn't get or meet the get over the bar but the same will happen in the county final it mm. could come down to tight margins and having a good free taker at this stage of any championship is integral to any team moving forward you can't afford to be yeah. missing them no and I think like when you look at that Dixford panel like okay let's look at the Pilton panel Ethan Norris senior inter-county goalie Kellyanne Dial on a senior inter-county team Lauren Norris senior inter-county team Jenny O'Dee was on the intermediate squad this year Eva Dial senior Katie Power senior Anya Dial was on the intermediate minors as well you know there's a lot of big names there then you throw your hat over to Dixborough. Dixborough alone on an inter-county team this year. Jane Cass, Katie Byrne, Neve Phelan, Kira Phelan, Ash McCarty, Rachel Dowlin, Eve, Eve Prendergast, Jenny Clifford. That's seven. I counted eight. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Eight, sorry, you're right. That's eight that have been on an inter-county squad this year alone between minor, intermediate and senior and I said this last year again look at their starting 15 I'm counting 14 out of the 15 of them that are named on this that were named on the programme 14 out of the 15 because I'm unsure about Tara McGrath but she could have been underage so she is underage county there's 15 girls starting for a club team that have all worn a Kilkenny jersey this year who does that sound like? like Valley Hill Shamrocks exact same quote 
you know, it's crazy like it is crazy when you think like listen I know like Dixbury is a, it's a big city club like and I know they have the numbers but like for Camogie to be able to produce players of that calibre every year they're doing something right they certainly are I mean mm. they're going to be up against Winegap now as we said in the final Winegap beating Barrow Rangers 116 to 10 points a very good victory for Winegap and now you've been saying something to me here with the last number of weeks in relation to Michaela Keneally about playing centre back and I won't say I was fobbing you off a little bit because I've only really seen her in the forward line. Mm. But mother of God, now I can understand exactly where you were coming from because she was spectacular, immense. She's natural. It's natural. It's going forward to the ball. She doesn't have to get the ball and turn and go. When she gets the ball ball from, we'll say, a a defence position, she's able to go forward and by God, she has has the speed to go forward. She's getting faster going forward because like... this is no offence to Michaela she's slow to turn a lot of players are they're slow to turn do you know who she reminds me of going forward and I said this to you a couple of weeks ago as well because I was at a match that James Stevens was playing Munkine mm. in the, the junior semi-final in Pilltown she reminds me the very same of Jackie Terrell yeah because no matter where the ball is Michaela is there Magnus she, it's like she's got Magnus correct yep. yeah and she has a hand and the minute she puts that hand up that ball goes straight into her but her distribution is impeccable like it's not catch a ball hitting hope down to the forward and leave them do what they like with it it's head up yeah. it's head up hurling and the same with Catherine Foley yeah Catherine Foley when she's pinging those passes out to her wings they're, she is pinging them and they're, they're, they're nearly inch perfect she was like a girl that brought me back to when she was playing inter-county at full back for Kilkenny and she was unbelievable unreal and I mean the shift that she put in as well last weekend was unreal as well Mm. I mean there's two you know you have the backbone you put Denise then in midfield as well like and you have players that's up around it you take the the Jackson sisters as well like Wine Gap have good players yeah well I suppose if we were to Mm -hmm. go through those and look at just from an inter-county perspective Ali would have played Intercounty, yep. Catherine Foley was previously Intercounty, mm-hmm. Michaela, Gillian mm-hmm. uh, Costello, yep, yeah. Denise, yep. Natanya, uh, Kira O'Shea, Quiva O'Shea, Sante Jackson, Molly Walsh. Was she knock around some of the pans at one stage as well? I think she was, but didn't she get injured? Didn't she do her cruciate? And I think that ruled her out for a while. So, like, I mean, that's that's a nice collection there yeah. as well. Like, I think when you kind of go back and you look at the Bar Rangers and the Wine Gap game, like, you know, this was always going to be a game for either team. It was a huge, huge opportunity for them. Both teams going into this very, very, like, you know, they're, they're two, you would class them as two very physical teams. But just on the day, the Wine Gap girls they just looked more hungrier for it they, they want and it's obviously it's not saying the Bar Rangers didn't want it because of course they did but I just think when it came around to it, it Wine Gap were more easily able to get the scores when you look at the Bar Rangers team they scored 11 points 9 of them frees were from Roisin Breen Marion Bambrick was the only other player to score she got a point <coughs> from a free and she got a point from play. She was the only player from Bar Rangers to get a point from play. And again, something like Piltown, that's not good enough to get you to a senior county final. I'm saying that for, for, for Winegap. Winegap were very, very good. Yeah. Right? I mean, Bar Rangers were probably in bonus territory this year themselves. I don't know if they thought themselves that maybe they'd be contesting 
a senior county final when you look at the teams that they were up against as well mm. um, they have some very good players but they're building for the next couple of years ahead of themselves and to actually get to the county final this year was I suppose in a way a bonus for them well I think they're probably looking at it from last year like they you know they had got to a county quarter final last year came up against Dixborough went into that underwhelming underdogs in that game um and then I suppose they were probably looking at this you're right okay like every team does at the start of the year you want to go that one <laughs> step further and you know I was listening to um, Robbie and Eddie Scally's podcast on the way in and they were kind of saying like you, you said teams set out goals for themselves every year and yes okay every team's goal is always to, to win a county final like you'd be crazy not to have that in a goal but you have to be realistic with the, the group of players that you have like I would say, like, deep down, like, yes, obviously these players wanted to get to county finals, but I would say the management team are realistically setting out standards. Because to me, and I'll be honest, I do think there is quite a big gap between the top two teams at senior level to the other teams and I think teams have to be realistic when they're looking at that and I think they would have been saying right we're in a quarterfinal last year let's aim for one step further and get to a semi-final and if that was their aim they, they've had a successful year and it's in, a building process for Bar Rangers yeah, as well because really at one is. stage they had uh, in their forward line they had four that would be 16, 17 mm. year olds and like Ellie O'Reilly is only a young girl yeah uh, then you would have had uh, Jessica Smith would have been playing with them as well so she was there as well Ava Midler I think went on as well so like I mean they're all quite young so it's a building process Yeah. and if they can get the right mix of maturity and youth and the same with a lot of the teams around it's about getting them mm. and it's about getting the experience into players yeah but it's, it's to recognise that you do have to have the mix in between maturity and youth and, and not to push them too far too soon, you know? Yeah, I just, like, I think probably for a lot of them, I, I think for some of the players that Bar Rangers were probably really depending on, the wine gap team, they just had the, the stronger take-ons. When, when you look at kind of like your midfield pairings, for example, like you look at a midfield pairing of uh, Miriam Bambrick and Orla Dormer, any other team would be like, wow, okay, that's seriously strong, seriously strong midfield pairing. But then you look to Wine Gap, you've got Denise Gall and Tanya Jackson. They two of them have clicked so well this year, they work like a treat. One goes up, the other stays back. You know, they, they work tirelessly around the middle of the field for each other. They both have serious engines on. Unbelievable them. engines. Yeah, serious engines. And then you look at the likes of Roisin Breen there centre forward. She was marking Michaela Keneally. They were kind of null inviting each other out. Then you had Shauna Tracy. She was marking Molly Walsh. Molly Walsh probably did get the better of that battle there. She, you know, she worked extremely hard. She got a great point, but it was her work rate, work rate out of that. Catherine Foley was on Katie O'Byrne. That was always going to be a tough task for Katie O'Byrne. Like Catherine Foley has just been like head and shoulders above a lot of people this year. She's an outstanding fullback. You know, she's definitely. I still definitely think she's worth a shout back in with Kilkenny, like, to be honest and with she's, you. And she's, do you know what the thing is? She's so mobile as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, she's a modern day fullback. It's not the old fullback as you hoof it down. Mm. She's mobile. She's able to cover off. If Michaela does push up any yeah. bit at all, she's filling in the gaps and yeah. she's able to recover back very quickly. And she has the experience and the cuteness to do it as well. Exactly. Like, she knows exactly what she's doing. Like, and I think those six, I think the wine gap six packs, they're well drilled because of Catherine and Michaela in there. It's like bringing back, and like, it kind of, I suppose when you look to it kind of reminds me of something very similar to Pilltown as well you look at Kellyanne Dyle and Lauren Norris named a full back and centre back whoever whichever one's I think the day that we played them Lauren Norris was in full back but like those two coming back there 
it's kind of setting standard for the other four backs like this is the standard you need to be at we're back here we're going to strengthen we're going to talk we're going to give you the bit of experience that you need and they certainly do that um, and I from have their to point say of view. Ali Kenny's, Kenny's puck outs have to be one of yeah. the longest in the county and that is giving you an automatic huge a huge push forward yeah. like I mean if, you're, if your puck out is going past you're hitting your half forward line and going past mm-hmm. it something depends on the wind it's an automatic it's a bonus to your team straight yeah. away like, and like they, they were able to share their scores around Wine Gap as well whereas Bar Rangers were too like it was just all freeze like for them Bar that one point like you look at Denise Gall there um, she was down for six points two of them from play Clean O'Shea got three unbelievable points from play Molly Walsh and trying in a point as well uh, Kira O'Shea which is really good to see that Denise Gall isn't just the only one that has to take all the freeze it really shows that they have confidence in their younger players and they realise that you know the likes of Denise Gall is not going to be around forever so you need to have somebody else ready to sit in there Kira O'Shea was there she got a point from play two forty five two freeze Jenny Saunders came on got an unbelievable point and um, of course Sante Jackson getting that goal there that I suppose really kind of pushed them on they went in at half time one seventy four points up and to be honest with you after the first maybe 15 minutes it was wine gap all the way like they were they were coasting and it's it's no matter what Bar Rangers tried to do they couldn't like there was that one stage Marion Bamberg was gone in full forward Roisin Breen was gone in full forward Orla Dormer was gone in full forward they were trying everything but when you have a player the calibre of Catherine Foley a full back you could throw 14 players in on her she's still going to come out with it she was just she was just phenomenal and like I just think back to the match in Tullerone when uh, Wine Gap were playing yeah Dixborough there was a lot of shadow boxing that day lads of course there was and if we can all remember Denise Gall came went off at half, half, half time so tell us who's going to win the final between Dixborough and Wine Gap a team <laughs> do you know what I'm going to say it I'm going wine gap on this. I think they've absolutely nothing to lose. I think they're going in as underdogs. I think that they're going to go in. They're going to go in with the excitement of being in a county final. I don't think the nerves are going to get to them, and I think that they can just relax, go out, enjoy themselves. I think it would be an unbelievable story for Denise Gall to win her first senior uh, senior intercounty medal, along with all the other girls' senior club medal, um, along with every single every single one of them. But you would have to be absolutely delighted for her. Um, it's not saying anything against Dixborough because let's be honest, if you're in the bookies, the Dixborough are going to have Dixborough are going to be absolutely mounted to win this county final. But I'm going to. I'm going to go Wine Gap. I would love to see Wine Gap win. I think it would be absolutely brilliant for Camogie for Wine Gap to win. Paula? Yeah, I love my fence. Um, <laughs> I'm going to whitewash it soon. As I'm sitting here, I'm looking at it and I'm going, I actually think the conditions are going to have a big impact on the whole match. Yeah. That's being honest about it. If we were playing probably the weather that was in it at the weekend, as in that lovely dry weather, I'd be saying Dixborough mm. straight away. But if it comes to grinding out a battle, I just think you'd be looking at Wine Gap. On form, I, 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 like, I, I just, you'd have to go with Dixborough. Yeah. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if Wine Gap did do it. But like, I mean, with Dixborough's backs, like, I mean, they have phenomenal backs there. You've got Quiva Dowling, Neve Feeling, Katie Byrne, Tarn McGrath, Tar Clifford, and Jane Cass. Any team would love to have any of them mm-hmm. on your team. But then again, 
the girls that are like the forwards that are with Wine Gap okay they've been involved with county teams and county panels none of them have been really involved with county adult teams Yeah. and they, it all depends on their attitude if they mm. go out with the attitude and think I have nothing to lose and I always say the biggest respect you can give any player going out is to go out and give it 110% mm. like I mean if they go out and give 110% that's it we know that Wine Gap have the backs yeah so a lot of it will depend on if they go out and really don't give a hoot. Mm, there's no pressure on them. Yeah, I'd be saying just go out and enjoy it. <laughs> but then on the other side, you probably have a few, there's a few younger girls, like mm. Tara McGrath is, is new onto the, the Dixborough senior team. Yeah. I actually think the same with her. All of those young girls have to go out and same with Rachel Dowling and go out and not give a hoot, just go out and enjoy mm. the game. And that's the one thing, having talked to a few players and... Uh, the one thing that you don't want them to do and even and Dalton said and her, we were talking about recently I met her and um, she was saying like to matches to go out and actually enjoy it mm. you get so caught up in the whole emotion and the whole wanting to win and all the rest of it these are the days that you have to stop and actually take time and to soak it in and take it on board mm-hmm. and like I mean in all honesty in any match you can only play the ball that's in front of you you can plan for A, B, C and D but you can't do anything till you have the ball in your hand and like I mean people forget that they're saying like you'd know by it I've seen it in matches and they're already going with the ball and they're like they have the ball in the hand and next day it hops out because yeah. they have to even concentrate and deal with the basics first yeah they have the so goal scored before yeah, the ball is hit exactly yeah. so like look I'd have to go with Dixborough mm-hmm. but again wouldn't it be a great story for Denise Gall like to, <laughs> to, to reach that but mm-hmm. like I mean the same with all of the other girls as well because like I mean Wine Gap have been quite strong at underage mm-hmm. at various levels and it's nice to see that that is finally starting to come through but um, I'd probably go with Dixborough just on form alone Okay the other end of the scale obviously because while it's great there's teams in a county final there's obviously teams as in another final but nobody really wants to be in that final it is the relegation final of course and the two semi-finals were on uh, at the weekend as well Conaghy was up against Young Ireland's in the first game Young Ireland's coming away with a 3-11 to 1-9 victory in this one and Thomastown and St Martin's a lot closer 2-8 to 2-6 um, the final score only two points in it in the end which means that Young Ireland and Conaghy is going to be contesting this year's senior relegation final one of them will drop to the intermediate grade for 2024 I suppose for me it's a bit of a shock that the three potential teams that's there in the first place mm-hmm. I mean you look at Young Ireland Thomastown and St Martins wouldn't have really expected any of them to be in it no disrespect to Conaghy I mean the results for Conaghy has been a bit against them all year they have really and we've said this before missed Danielle Morrissey um, mm-hmm. from their team but um, they're now going up against St Martins two neighbours in a relegation final like first of all good wins for Young Ireland and Thomastown they stay put I was at the um, I went to the Thomastown and the St Martins match and I suppose looking at both teams first of all I was looking at Thomastown you look at them 12 months previous they were winning the county final and they were competing in a Leinster final Mm-hmm. Uh, Leinster final. Yeah. They were, were they in the Leinster final? They St. were, Vincent's I think. Yeah. Them. Yeah, 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 they were, yeah. Do you know? And, uh, no, semi final. Well, semi final, yeah. Uh, okay, right. They won the county final. And I understand, and every team and every club has gone through it. We do lose players, you know, through for whatever reasons, for retirement, guys going travelling, whatever the case may be. But they would have built a foundation over the last couple of years to cement that, you would imagine. And I was looking at their six forwards. 
that started the match against St. Martins. So you had, and I apologise if I get this incorrect, you had the two Donnellys and Emer Farrell in the full forward line. You had Therese Donnelly, Sarah Barco and Eva Hines on a half forward line. Now, if I was going out playing them and they were the six forwards that were put to me and I was a back going in on them, I'd be wondering, oh dear God, which one will I take? Because they have the quality and the calibre. They really, really do. And then you're looking at then you're looking at their midfield pair. Then you're looking at their midfield. Roshi O'Keefe was midfield. She had a really, really good game. Sinead O'Keefe was centre-back. Um, Sarah Hun... Hudson 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 was there Joanne Fitzpatrick was wing back like they have the players I, I, just, I, I just I just can't fathom it you look at St Martin's on the other side they did depend an awful lot on Katie Nolan and she got a free from about 30, 35, 40 yards out. 40 yards out. They were five points down and sorry, they were two points down and she absolutely drilled the ball into the back of the net. The um, Emma Emma Begley, mm. goalie. Now, you could not fault her at all because she pulled off a great save moments later. Um, she was absolutely brilliant. But Thomastown went down they Emer Farrell got a cracker of a goal straight into the corner and then um, St Martins went back up they won a, a free just outside the 21 yard line of course Katie was going to go for it there was two points in it at this stage if she had got it they'd have won by they'd have won by a, um, a point they'd have won by a point and um, Thomastown goalie got down really low saved the ball went over the bar but like I honestly think that if the game had gone on another couple of minutes the momentum was actually building for St Martins and I think they could have pulled out the win. Joanne Fitzpatrick had to go off with an injury and she was a, she was a huge factor in, in that coming off because it, not that it broke down their defence completely, but like just her experience and her presence alone being there, it, 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 you could see the head slightly dropping. But listen, Tomstown got out of it. They can, you know, look forward to being senior again next year, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to do a lot of work, I think. The final now between St. Martins and Conaghy, how do you see it going? Both the Jeez. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose... Well, first of all, it's a hard one on any of those two teams like to have the possibility of getting relegated down to the intermediate grade again. Mm. And especially with two years of no relegations due to COVID. And mm. it's hard for clubs to take it. Like, I mean, nobody... At the beginning of the year, you didn't even want to mention the R word. Yeah, uh, no. And, like, it is in the back of your head with every club. Um, but, like... I suppose if Conaghy are very reliant on their scoring, the two up front, which is Ellen Gunner and Emma Mulhall. Yeah. I suppose they need to sort of, and they have other girls, but again, they're, they're quite young. Conaghy are actually very young. A lot of them would have been are minor, say, last year, the year before, I would say, in between them all. It'll be a very interesting game. The matchups will be very interesting to see. Um, will Muckley have that bit of experience behind them because they would have a few more senior players yeah. than Connie and then also like will Roisin pick up <coughs> Katie no, no I don't think she will I don't know I don't think she will Katie was playing kind of in now when I say she was down at number 13 God love her she was everywhere she was like she was trying to she, and like I'm not saying none of the other um, St. Martin's girls were at all like Claude Hannon was at centre-back she was working extremely hard she really was um, 
but I, I do think that they, they do rely on her rely on her a bit too much um, and you know what the, I suppose from St Martin's point of view maybe it would be to keep the ball away from her yeah and and, and actually play the spaces yeah because um, sometimes that does work is that if you keep it away from mm-hmm. where your target person is and then let them go in to get the bra- breaking ball rather than aim it straight at her yeah. the day in Freshford against Barrow Rangers I thought that the balls that McLean were sending in were way too high for their forwards yeah like I mean there's none of them giants yeah yeah so they need ball coming in at at chest level you yeah. know a low ball in but again the weather is going to come into a factor because you're getting to that sticky stage and yeah. that's all going to have to be looked at as well I think um, I think if it comes down to a real dog fight I would be pipping St. Martin's to win it hmm. like if it's if it's going to be very very close I think St. Martin's will edge it yeah I, I just if it depends which see the thing is consistency with Connie hasn't been there the Connie team that we saw against St. Bridget's today that was like that was a very good display by them they worked like I mean the blocks and the hooks and the tackles in Kilmana Europe with that match mm, as well yeah. that, that team that day hasn't appeared no it hasn't and they had a great result that day and maybe it was the wrong time to get that result yeah. if you know what I mean yeah. but they should like that's I'd be telling both of those teams they all have to focus on the mm. positives so that's the match that they have to get into their head and get back into that form Yeah. and if they go for the blocks and hooks and like they actually threw that night they were throwing their bodies on the line mm. and to get that intensity like I mean whoever wants this match the most, most is going to win it yeah. so one word St. Martins or Conaghy all on you I'm going to go St. Martins Paula. I'm going to go Conaghy okay there was obviously I, I'm skipping a little bit here but it's the next result is up on it so I mean the relegation semi-final for the intermediates obviously took place as well at the weekend Mullinavat and Carrick Shock two neighbours down beside one another contesting this one um, and I suppose realistically if you're looking at two teams at senior level or four teams that's in relegation trouble you definitely wouldn't be expecting any of the two of these the way they were performing like with at junior level last year and Mullinavat coming down from senior a few years ago but they have lost players as well Mullinavat though coming away was a very 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 big victory in this one 5-15 to 1-5 in total Carrick Shock will now go on and play St. Clair's in the relegation final this weekend coming for Mullinavat I suppose it's a good step from to be there for Carrick Shock it's unfortunate up one year probably and maybe <laughs> Excuse me, back down the next year as well, but say la vie, that's sport, isn't it? It is sport, but like, I mean, Carrick Shocks need to sort of dust themselves off and realise, okay, it's a relegation final, but this is could be the making of their team if they get their heads right. If they go out with the attitude and, and throw their body on the line like they did in the county final last year, they could probably turn an upset there. Mm. But St. Clair's would have a lot of experienced players there that have played in county semi-finals and finals and they're going to like put, draw on that but like I mean I'm delighted for Mullinavat um, I'm, I, like I mean I I didn't expect them to win by that much mm, yeah and I'm just I suppose like I mean they have the old they have the experience they have Julianne there <laughs> you know Leanne they have the experience there and then there's a few young girls come up along that are actually probably starting to throw into the mix so mm. like I mean don't be surprised if next year we're talking about Mullinavat being around a county semi-final because mm. like I mean things happen in a year stuff doesn't click 
but like I mean the sign of a team is a, it, it, that they're working their ways that even if they don't necessarily get the results that they can push on for the following year but I think either team in the relegation in the, in the intermediate um, I, we haven't pl- I, we ourselves didn't play Mullivat this year but we played them last year and I know they're probably a couple of players but still are, yeah. but still it like one or two or three players does not make a team bad and that's the other thing you have to remember it's just a matter of finding the right dynamic and finding what works best for people Okay, so I'm going to ask you both one word again on the relegation final. Who do you think is going to stay up, Carrick Shock or St. Clair's? I'd have to go with St. Clair's, I'd say, just because I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I've played against both teams. Um, and I suppose just because they'd have a little bit more experience of of being there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They've been at all. Uh, and it's a big step up. Like, But then I wouldn't be surprised if Carrick Shock won it either. But I'll just go with St. Clair's just on, on that. I've seen Carrick Shock three times this year. I've seen St. Clair's once. I, if, I, if I'm being honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of half, kind of nearly a bit shocked that St. Clair's have put themselves in that situation to be there. But mm. on the the performance that I seen him, I can see why they're there. Um, I, I'm going to go with St Clair's to stay up. Okay, right. Well, we're going to move things along nicely here now. Um, just getting late. I tell you one thing: it has been a very long day here. Uh, intermediate semi-finals obviously took place yesterday in brilliant conditions. The crowds were unbelievable. Um, but we are going to get down to it. And in the first game played early in the morning, it was the Roarn's Teague versus Danes Fort. I was at the first half of this game. Didn't see much on the bottom end of it from where I was standing. Um, in at the. Uh, the entrance towards the uh, the place uh, in Glenmore but minute the ball was thrown in Roaring Steeg bang goal and they ended up 6-6 to 11 points victors and our own tweeter of course was watching the match so he- he- hello how are you oh Jesus that's a bit loud for me now tonight <laughs> right go on sorry for blowing the head off of you yeah it was very it was just straight the they marked the card straight away. Cuiva Carmore, 30 seconds, goal in the back of the net. Um, and now I did see, like Martin, I only wa- I only saw the first half of it because we were coming back up to do a gate up the country. But uh, Danes Fort did have a girl take uh, come off with an injury. Yeah, she was being taken off before, just before Just before half time. Yeah. I didn't get her number because, like I said, we were getting out the gate. But the roar looked to be the stronger team. To be fair, they looked uh, they looked stronger for the first half all over the pitch. They seemed to have their matchups done very well, and like as Martin said, there was five goals, five goals, six goals, six 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 total, six. Yeah. I think three of the goals were in the first half, if I remember rightly. <coughs> Yeah, I know we got the halftime score sent to us. In my mind, Lillian, is um, is boggled here at the minute. I can't even see the screen here in front of me right now at the minute. But um, it's a good win for the Roar. Um, it certainly puts them back into a county final. They'll want to be back in the After county final. After last year, lads, there's... And I suppose, yeah, I, I, like, I mean, they seem very galvanised. Um, they've got a, a good bunch of lads that are over them. And they seem to want to push on. And that's a big factor as well. Like, I mean, last year's county final is probably... It's buried in the back of their head Heads. there and they're just waiting to bring it out. Yeah, and the thing is, the only thing is, 
they just have to play the match in front of them and not yeah. dwell on it. Once they're using it in the correct motivational way to bring them on to the next level, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that's where you'd be thinking. But um, look, we played against the Roar. They're a physical team. Um, Kelly Hampton hasn't lost it. No. Um, she's a threat no matter what happens. Quivica Morta is a threat as well. From this full back centre back they're quite strong down the centre um, Anya Galvin and Anya Gannon and of course when you've Emma Cavanagh in the goal yeah. you've got a good pair of hands there as well and she did and she, she saved a couple of balls in the first half that went down she was very cool calm and collected is the only way I can describe her She was there was nothing flustering her the halftime score uh, just to, to clarify it was 4-3 to 5 points and the full time score was 6-6 six, six to 11 points so 4-3 in the first half. 4-3 is a fair tally to be scoring in one half of Camogie. Mm. And as well as that, lads, they've got a good free taker in Crea Langton. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, and I, I do think free takers are going to have a massive impact Huge. on both of the finals at the weekend. Well, I think like in, in the, certainly in the senior Pulling game, small bit certainly from in, the, in the senior game against uh, Bar Rangers and Wine Gap and in the O'Loughlin Gales and Moongine team, the first definitely the first 15 minutes of the senior game and the f- whole first half of the intermediate game it was free scoring there was nothing from play and it was now uh, that wasn't because there was free after free after free after free it's because both defences were literally just solid so, on oh, attack like, they're right on top yeah, yeah they're literally right on top like you know I'm looking at the other intermediate final or the intermediate semi-final it was two points to four at half time yeah. in favour of Moonkine and I think um, all but one of those was from well, play for, yeah. they were all from freeze like mm. the same the first 15 minutes of the senior match um, three points I think what did I have down there um, yeah, for if, if after eleven minutes it was three points two all from play all from freeze as well. Like I mean, both defenses with both teams are very strong with yeah. the, between the Roar and Moonkine. So like I mean, anytime you do get a free, you have to punish it. You have to take it. You have to score with it or you know create a score out of it. So that's why I think it'll be very interesting to see. I do think both sets teams are really strong defensively. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a case of which forwards can make them make, you know, it's make them It's disappointment for Jane's Fort. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to get to a county semi-final, you're up against the team that was there last year. I mean, they're looking to get back into a county final again for the second year in a row, especially after what happened last year. But I suppose it comes down to the cliche. If you only score... 11 scores in 60 odd minutes you know it's the team that scores the more is going to get it and it goes back to again another cliche goals win matches and you know when you score 6 goals the chances of you coming away with a victory are very very high in that game but overall for themselves like they did win the All-County League earlier on in the year they did beat Munkine in the final just by a solitary point but it still was a win but to get to a semi-final and then give up a scoreline like that and I, I won't say they give it up like but still the roar obviously played out of their skin to, to get 6-6 six, six and put it on the scoreboard but it is disappointing for Dainsworth yeah, I, I'd say very disappointing. You know, I'd say they probably planned it on on pushing on from the quarterfinal win over us. But like, I mean, I suppose it's experience, and the Roar have experience behind them. I suppose Dane's Fort have won the All County. It's a great step for them, and like, I mean, they can take that and use it going forward for next year. But like, I mean, the Roar were in a county final last year. They know what's involved. They know you know, like they've been in the the league final. Youth. Sorry, they have a good mix of youth and experience as well, don't they? The roar, like 
they do a lot definitely. of the Danes Four team are probably very young. I, I don't know the the, the, I don't know the either, demographic I, of it. Like I mean, they'd have a, again. James Ford would have a good mix of, of youth and experience as well. But like I mean, you'd be looking at it there. It's just goals win matches, as Martin says. And like I mean, I suppose you can't really afford to be letting in six goals. But then again, Quiver Car Murta, um, like I mean, she's a sharpshooter. Kellyanne, you can't, can't you can't actually take your eyes off of them for one minute. And then with Creel Langton on I like I mean she's physically so strong and her delivery of ball in is perfect. Is excellent excellent yeah. at times as well. most of the time. And then you've got two young girls there, the likes of Ellen Murphy and Sophie Chapman that are quite young as well and they're to come into the team from last year. Um like I mean it's all I suppose they're Actually, building I think I heard towards some it. of the management. Sorry, Paula, to cut across you. I think I heard some of the Roar management say yesterday that four of their junior team actually came up to the intermediate team so far this year. They were doing so well on the junior that they progressed up. So while they depleted the junior team, they they came up to back up the senior team or the uh, the intermediate team. And then I love seeing, like, I mean, sub number 22 is Lizzie Ling. You never know, lads. We could see Lizzie back out in the pitch. <laughs> I would love at, it. Look at your uh, sub goalie there, Trina Ryan. It's like riding a bike. She you was never playing in it. the junior final beforehand um, against uh, Tullaher. Tullaher. They were there as a double header. And my God, I mean, I know the legs mightn't be as quick as what they were, but I mean. Oh, it was great. Skill, it was a joy to watch her now. head. I mean, mm. she. If the legs were able to carry her anyway quicker at all, I at all, you, she'd have been back I'm 20 just, years I'm ago. I'm just saying, you never know. You never know the old dog for the hard road yeah. sometimes. When it comes to. If you had. Let's put it like this. If you were getting the plane around and you needed somebody with a wise yeah. head to get it. Oh, well, a quick I certainly goal. wouldn't mind having her in around no, the edge of the, the square. Wise no. head, the yeah. little 10 minutes the if you needed yeah. that bit of experience, even if it's just the momentum to, to pick a team up to drive it on to see it out <coughs> you'd be thrown her in mm. well let's move on to the other semi-final then that was Moonkine and O'Loughlin Gales O'Loughlin's I suppose favourites for this game going into it but Moonkine had other ideas and they won it comfortably enough one would say five points in it in the end two eight to one six Moonkine and the Roar now play in the county final yeah um, I suppose the game kind of started off really slow in the first half half time as I mentioned earlier it was two points to four like and it was just it was like a table tennis at one uh, stage one from one end of the pitch to the it, other it, it was, but there was, was nothing coming out of it there was nothing coming out but again it's because both defences were so they were. on top like they were like and you have to you have to say that and I and I will have to say like and I do want to give her recognition this I thought Vivian Holmes did an excellent job in the middle of the field and it was really really excellent to see she came with four umpires and she had two lines people there as well it was brilliant so professionally done well in fairness the lines people were appointed for her um, well, you know, was, and, and for county semi-finals we do it was really it was really really good to see because yeah. and never mind no go on if memory serves me right were they in Thomastown the day before yes, yes. are we sure yes Yes. Okay. No, well, yeah, full, I, d- full I didn't personally see the Lions people in Thomas Sunday. Oh, no, there was. Before, yeah, yeah, there I was. I was really, really impressed with um, or really, really <coughs> and impressed actually the same, um, the same two done both matches. Oh, great. That's fine. Um, on to the match then. Um, yeah, four <laughs> points to two at half time. Are, are you it was doubting slow. the fact that I put two officials on a match on Saturday and you didn't see them? Martin, I would never, ever doubt you. Away a chance, oh, Jesus, <laughs> looks could kill. Holy God, okay. Um, right. The, <laughs> the, the final itself, Moonkind and the Roar. Well, hold on now. The second half then blew in up. <laughs> Neve Crowley got two unbelievable goals. I took them really, really well. 
O'Loughlin's are obviously going to be devastated, especially when you look at their wide count. They had 10 wides what? compared to four from wow. mankind. Uh, that's the first day that has really happened to yeah. them because... I think they'll be very disappointed with that. But, and as you mentioned earlier on, when Moonkine came out onto the field, they got in their little circle and I don't know who was it that was in it and they just said, um, we're going to go out here with no regrets today. And that was it. There was no pressure on them. There was zero pressure on Moonkine. There wasn't really. And and they didn't. They were very composed. Yeah. yeah. Very composed. I just liked the feel. Whereas I did, I don't know, maybe it's just my turn. I felt that O'Loughlin's were nearly forcing it a bit. Yeah. Like we didn't, like Laura Green has been absolutely instrumental for O'Loughlin Gales all year. There's no doubt about it. She wasn't as influential in this game. Did you notice in the first half, she was coming right back into the full back line on occasion to clear ball out? And she, they, they don't need her back there. They need her up Yeah, front. they need her in the middle. Because I actually think they were nearly playing into <coughs> Moonkine in that regard. And I don't know where Moonkine pushing out their half forward line and pushing up their half back line to kind of crowd her out. Mm. Um because then in the second half, you could see Moonkine completely pulled their half forward line out. They left an acre of space. They actually left Neve, Neve Crowley inside, Laura Comfort inside. Laura Wall came out, motored in around the middle third there for a while. But when they left the two girls inside there, Neve Crowley, she got three balls, she scored 2 1. You know. Good days, a good day's work, Benny, Very good. And she took her goals very, very well, I have to say. Yeah. Final song, the roar of mankind. Holy God! I let I suppose it's the final. You sort of at the beginning of the year, it's sort of the final you'd have in your head. A sort of, do you know that kind of thing? Mm. But again, it's going to be. It, can will right? Can the mankind backs hold the roar forwards? I think. I think Roar and Stieg will have more firepower up front than what um, than what Moonkine have. I think Moonkine are very, very dependent on Neve Crowley and Deirdre Walsh, who was brilliant from a freeze, absolutely brilliant from mm. place balls. Um, I think you're looking at their like Crea Langton, Sarah Crowley. Is Sarah Crowley going to be left to have enough space? I don't know will Roran Stieg allow that either. Like she was given an awful lot of space at the weekend. I'd imagine and and yeah. I, I think I, that I wouldn't be surprised they pulled Kelly Hamilton out in her and let the two of them just go at it for an hour. Like I think that like they 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 both know each other. They know how each other hurl. Very, very similar in the way they hurl as well. Um I would love, love, love to see Moonkine win. I really, really would. But I just think the heartache from last year for Orange Teague, I think that's going to be enough. And I think the Orange Teague forwards, they're they're good. I'm going to go with Moonkine. Good. (laughs) I just have a sneaky feeling because, and they've learned from, like... I suppose we were saying that they didn't seem to have the firepower up front. Mm. Now, I thought on Sunday, like, they were doing things that were really good and a little bit more composure by their forwards and they yeah. probably would have, you know, gotten a few more scores even than what they did mm. in the first half. So, like, I mean, a lot of it is, as well, lads, seriously, people need to look at their boot selection. Holy sweet mother of God. I, I was one of my, another pet peeve of mine, people wearing, like, boots that are the moulded studs at this time of the year. Like, I mean, screwing ones at this stage. Like, holding 
holding their feet and holding their possession. It happened on a couple, a good few times in the match whereby, you know, weren't able to plant the feet and hold the ground and get strong over the ball. Do you yeah. know that kind of thing? Mm. But I just think, and like, I mean, I have seen Murren Gannon push up the field. I know she can score points from 40, 40 from the 45 in. Mm. And now we didn't see that side of her. Um, Deirdre Walsh, I think there's more in her. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Roisin Crowley is tough cookie. Yeah. So like I mean I just I just I, I just have a feeling I do think the Mooncoin backs actually might have be able to deal with the roar forwards. I don't know. Just either way there'll be nothing in it again. It'll be a tight game, I have a feeling. Nobody's gonna cakewalk this game. No. No. Nobody's gonna cakewalk anything. Well, there will be a double header of county finals on Saturday because the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate County Final between the Roaring Steak and Moonkine takes place in Thomastown with a 1pm throw-in while at half past three the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior Final between Dixborough and Wine Gap will throw in at 3.30pm both those games in Thomastown double header and you will all be pleased to know none of this ticket crap beforehand you can rock up to the gate and pay it is 10 euro for adults and there they is, also take card as well there is a concession there is 5 euro for students and OAPs and there is payment for the OAPs a lot of people came thinking you could get in for nothing at the weekend now we were nice and we did but county final day that's not going to happen and yes card payment will indeed be taken on the day as well so it is going to be a great occasion the advice is to come early because there will be lots of crowds around and parking will be limited enough when the teams come down to park in um, around Thomastown as well so make sure that you do come early enough and I have to give a big shout out as well because I see stuff that's going up online already about it Um and the announcement was made online because I just put up the referees on it without officially uh, announcing it but Liz Dempsey is actually doing the senior final and it's the second time ever that we've had an all-female official team on the field as in the referee the standby referee and the line umpire as they're called officially in Camogie but the lines person um, and that is Vivian Holmes is going to be the standby and Kira Murphy is going to be the lines woman um, on Sunday Stephen Delaney is our fourth official and Owen Bean will referee the intermediate game as well so we wish all of our officials the very best of luck and well done to Liz despite what the post said online we do recognise Liz within our own county as the very best referee um, and it's unfortunate that Thomastown I suppose has been so successful over the last number of years but it's a detriment to, her, <clears throat> to herself because yeah, like I, I certainly rate Liz as one of the best in the business Um and I certainly do recognise her as well and I wish her and her team the very best of luck at the weekend because it's not just two teams is playing three. in the county final. You have three. You have a team of officials that work very well with one another and I have to say the jerseys this year are lovely. And is that Liz's first? It's for Liz's first ever senior county final. Best um, looks to Liz county, and so. Kira and Vivian. I um, don't doubt. It's great. And also, if things go the way they are, and I know Liz will hate me for saying this, but if Thomastown don't do well um, next year, we could potentially have the first ever all-female refereeing uh party um, or team at a county final because we have more females that actually want to do a referees course as well um, I'm not going to name them um, and not me <laughs> Anya is one of them I am not <laughs> not me either <laughs> but um, yeah no the very best of luck to everybody I have to say that we also had two junior quarterfinals on the weekend Dixborough coming away with victory over Piltown in the first one and in the second game Tullerher had a big win over uh, the Roar and the Steak in the, the first game in in Glenmore the week.
weekend, which means that Dixborough is now going to take on Greg Manor at the weekend, and Tullerhart <coughs> uh, is going to take on. Reminds me, Piltown. No, it's not. Who is it? Uh, John Locke's Locke's Bridge. Thank you. Yeah, good woman. My mind has definitely gone astray. But um, the best luck to everyone. We probably didn't get enough time to deal with it because. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. John Locke's Bennett's Bridge. Now my mic is not working. John Locke's Bennett's Bridge is first team. Graydon Man is first team. Um, Once their matches are over at the weekend, their county finals will be on and we will certainly get the managements and all on and promote that as much as we can because that is their first team. Just time constraints at the minute just doesn't allow it and we had the four managers on uh, as well this evening. So thank you uh, and the best of luck. Thank you to our managers, first of all. The best of luck to everyone in the county finals but best of luck to our junior semi-finalists as well because they will be on at the weekend. My thanks to everybody here in the studio. It's been a rough night here. Um, um, not for them. They're doing brilliant work. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully. All going well. Um, thank you to Anya. Thank you to Paula. Thank you to Lillian, as always, here in the background. Hopefully you enjoy this podcast. We would encourage everybody, please get out at the weekend. Travel to Thomastown um, on Saturday or any other venue that there is games going ahead. It is a big day for the Camogie women. It's a big day for the four teams taking part. Good luck to Dixborough, to Winegap, to Moonkine and to the Roar in Estique and to everybody who is going to attend the games. We hope that you enjoy them. We'll review everything back here again next week. Please, God, all... Everyone, hopefully, enjoys the the brilliant games that is there. But from a very tired me here from the KCLR studio this evening... He's rambling now and he's losing it. He's losing it. I've I've lost it a long time ago, I can tell you one thing. Um, But it is time to go home. It is good night here from us all within the KCLR studios. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.